everyone, Sue Kate here, and welcome to The Quirks. In case you don't know, The Quirks is a podcast about the little oddball tendencies that we all have that make us unique. I love learning about other people's quirks. Today, I'm talking to Heidi Rose Robbins. She is my dear friend, an astrologer, a poet. I love her and her whole wonderful family. She has her own podcast called The Radiance Project, and her interviews there are so beautiful. And she also leads these amazing Radiant Life Retreats, which I've been on, which are nothing short of transformative. It's this incredible weekend filled with trying new things and learning about yourself and your astrology. There's nothing else like it. And there's no one else like Heidi. I encourage you to follow her on Instagram, at Heidi Rose Robbins. Okay, without any further ado, it sounds really funny. Here is Heidi Rose Robbins. Hello, Heidi. Hi, Suke. How are you? I'm so happy to be with you. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> I was realizing as I was thinking about interviewing you that I have this weird quirk about people who have the same sort of like structure of their name that I do, like Susan oh. Kate Keeney, and you have Heidi Rose Robbins. I like that. I know. I'm always really into like the five syllable two one two. Yeah, I like the I like the full name too. I really yeah. love that. And I found out recently on my birth certificate for some reason I never knew it, but uh, my name is Heidi Dash Rose, <gasps> which I yes, which I've never used. That's so funny. Um, and some people call me Heidi Rose, and some people just call me Heidi. But I, I but love the, the that. hyphen was interesting. It's so funny because I didn't have a hyphen when I was born, and my parents added it in very soon after. Mm. But it was like a fight to get the hyphen. Interesting. I know hyphen. Maybe um, I need to return to the hyphen. Ooh, I love like it. Now we're even more connected. connected. Yes. yes. Um, so I'm so excited because I love you and I love your work and you're an amazing astrologer and an amazing poet and mm. you do these incredible retreats and you do so much. But I don't know a lot of your quirks. No, you do not. Ooh. Are they just hidden, like hidden secret, really deep down? Or well, I, it's so funny because you know, knowing that I was going to do this, I kept on saying, "What are my quirks?" I kept on asking people, "Like, what do I do?" And the funniest thing is, I just yeah. was at boot camp this morning. My husband does this uh, Saturday morning boot camp, and a bunch of the women from the retreats have started coming. And yeah. uh, three of my dear friends were standing around. I said, "Okay, I'm about to go do this. Tell me what my quirks are." And one of the women was like, "We, we occasionally do this thing where I love it, where you take both." your hands and you smash them up against your face and you rub your face and you rub your nose and the other two women were like that's totally what I was going to say I've seen you do that so many times. and I was like I know that I'm vigorous rubbing my nose but they were like no 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 you cover your entire face you do and I don't know I've seen you do it when you're like excited about something but I've also seen you do it when you're like I don't know. I'm figuring it out. Like it's that thinking. It's like a thinking gesture or something. I think it might be a very Aries thing too, because Aries rules the head, and it's like always involving the head in some way. But they were they were all laughing simultaneously. So clearly, that is one of my quirks. I love when people's quirks are like a gesture or something, because you're so not aware when that's your quirk. It's so true. Because it's so habitual, and it's yes. just something. And then someone points it out, and then you're like, I do, you like kind of imitate the motion. And you're like, oh, I do do that. Yes. You know, like I have to recreate the motion. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that's. And then when, when so many people laugh simultaneously, like, yeah. that's so you. I know. It is <laughs> You're so like, you. oh, gosh. I love that. No, but I would say one of my, I was thinking, what is the most, like, embarrassing quirk that I have? Oh. And I love that you're <laughs> jumping up with this. We just started, Heidi. <laughs> oh, boy. But I was like, because it's so weird. Um, you know how you stop it? it stoplights or something like that and people are like adjusting makeup or looking at their face in the yes. mirror or whatever it is. Yes, yes. I look at my tonsils. <laughs> what? 
I, I think it started really? years ago because yeah. I had this horrible strep throat okay. and I, and I have gigantic tonsils okay. and I looked in the mirror and it, it, they were like, you know, like you could see the individual spot, like spots what? and so much so that you felt like you could scrape them off no. because they were like, I don't know. They were horrible. And so I, st- I have this habit when I, st- you know, not every time I stop at a stoplight, but I'll, I'll, instead of like look, doing my lips or whatever, I'll be like, ah, I'll open my mouth and I'll look back at my tonsils. Oh my God. <laughs> I have never looked at my tonsils. I don't think really in my, the history of my life. They're interesting, and and for me, and doctors always say you have the most enormous tonsils, and so you can really see my tonsils, and you can really see, you know, it's like they're they're just they have a character of their own. So that I think is my strangest quirk, and I wonder, like, I sometimes yeah. go, does Andrew notice me doing this? Do my kids notice me doing this? Because nobody ever says anything. Oh, about you'll do it. it when other people are in the car. Sometimes I will. Whoa. You know, I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> have you asked them? Nope. Oh, wow. I'd love to pull up next to you while that was happening. <laughs> Sometime I'll share that with you. That's amazing. I feel like that's one of the weird like um, car quirks. Yeah. I have a friend who got two tickets for brushing her hair in the car. <gasps> yeah. Like, oh, my God. Pulled over twice for hair brushing and got two tickets from different police officers. <gasps> so your dad yeah. is an astrologer. Yeah. So did you have a quirky childhood growing up? Oh, my God. So quirky. <laughs> tell Insanely me, tell quirky. Me things. But actually, because, that, yeah. that may, yes. Well, I mean, one thing that I often say is that I do have a very vivid memory of sitting at the kitchen table and my dad had photocopied um, pictures of chakras, you know, and oh. we, we colored the chakras, oh. you know, that's what we did in like Fargo, North Dakota, you know, oh, in, wow. yeah. and he also opened a metaphysical bookstore in Fargo, North Dakota in like Fargo was incredibly conservative wow. and our house was painted bright green because my mother thought it was beautiful Aww. on a street that was lined with gray houses. Wow. And we, uh, down the block, there was another store that was the metaphysical bookstore called The Question Shop. So we were definitely odd and quirky. So and, you're, that's so cool. Your yeah. dad's shop was called The Question Shop. Yes. That's yes. a beautiful name, too. Yeah. yeah. And before before that, my mom had an antique store there, which was, which was really cool. So after school, we'd go and hang out at the antique store. But yeah, I had a very quirky childhood. And when I think my dad is very quirky, and one of my quirks still is riffs on his quirk, which is that I used to be driving in the car with him and occasionally, it's going to be hard to hear this and not see me do it, but occasionally he'd sort of make this sound like... And he'd like close his eyes okay. and, he'd, and he'd crinkle his brow and it looked like he was in pain. And he and I'm like, Dad, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, I was just thinking about something from my past. So every Aww. time he would think about something, and it wouldn't have to be like a devastating thing from right. his past. It would just be like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. But it was a very dramatic reaction. So oh, it was like, wow. you know, and, and I actually, unfortunately, have picked up picked up on that as well. So occasionally, I, I don't do it so much more, but I'll catch myself by myself in the car being like, Ooh, you know. Ah, wow. I have a thinking face. Like when I'm thinking, people are always very worried about me. <laughs> yes. So uh, once I was on the street really thinking hard and this man came up to me, he said, sweetie, whatever you're thinking about, it will be okay. I promise your life's going to be fine. I was like, oh my God, I was thinking about if I was going to have Mexican food or Chinese food for lunch. <laughs> that is the extent of my thoughts. I think, I think I have a similar thing. Where okay. You, you know, you know how I crinkle my brow and like I get these two lines and I get this total oh, intense, the like, 11s. oh my, yes, I totally get that. But, but that's, I well deserved because I've done many years of crinkling and you know, I, I do it about anything that's again, so Chinese food, Italian food, whatever. <laughs> I've lately been like, okay. And in fact, my son who's 10 years old comes over to me now and he, presses on it and he smooths Aww. out my brow because he's like come on mom it's Aww. you know it's so funny that's sweet would you say that you were a quirky child um 
No. I would say, like, okay. I, I mean, in, 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 in this sense, I would say that, like, perhaps my childhood, I feel like a lot of kids, a lot of people talk about teenage years and childhood is like all this trauma or difficulty or... You know, I was the most adjusted as a child and a teenager. Like, I had, like... I don't know, like, but if anything, I've gotten quirkier and stranger and more, you know, whatever as I've gotten older. But I think because you were like coloring chakras as your coloring book. <laughs> so. You know, it's like you had an outlet for emotions and for deep, com- like you had these deep conversations. Yeah. So you weren't maybe getting caught up in like teenage drama. Yeah, and I found theater really early, mm-hmm. really oh, yeah. early on. I just loved it with such a passion and found my crew. And they're, yes. everyone's so wonderfully theater nerdly. And, yes. you know, you just, you find your people. And and everyone's so offbeat. Yeah. That you're surrounded by that quirk. So then you're part of this band yeah. of merry, yeah. wacky people. You know, I think like. Yeah, you just belong. Yeah, I know. I felt like that too. Do you have any quirks in other people that you really love? Like, is there anything that you look at and you say, oh, I love that, like, delightfully wacky You, I love everything about your quirkiness. <laughs> I have a lot of quirks, I know. Well, I feel like you're very drawn to quirky people. Well, I just love... I, your here's friends what I, are quirky. Well, I love... Yes, they are. And, yeah. I, and I love... Um, what I was thinking about you, and because I'm actually reading a book also about joy. Oh. And I was thinking, like, who are the people that I know that just exude a kind of joy and the laughter and are willing to just be in the sweet thick of it. And you're certainly one of those people. That's so and nice. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, I love, I love people that lay it on the line and are just vulnerable and out there in like exposing themselves. Yeah. I'm much more generally like controlled and I mean, I feel, I feel my experience of myself is that I'm more careful about what is revealed or how I show up or you have to be, you know, mature or wise or whatever. And I love it in when there's just like a delight in living and a delight in the mistakes and the quirks and the, you know, so. I love that, but I feel like you definitely do. So also for the listeners, Heidi puts out these moon notes every day. You've been doing it for two years. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. I could never, I would have done it. I kept a book for Clover and I wrote something the first 14 days of her life. And then I wrote a long page. that's like, you will learn your mama. This is a nightmare for me. I love you. I cannot commit to this. I'll just write random music. So now I'll just like write an entry that's like, so-and-so held you today and you ate a carrot. That's perfect. <laughs> it's that's perfect, how, though. No, but know, that's like, perfect. But that's my messy version yeah. of... So that you've committed to these moon notes is amazing. But they're very vulnerable. And they're very... Yeah. You tell very personal stories in them. Yeah, I guess I do. And I and I, and I, I have to give myself more credit yes. in that. Just because I guess I do render myself vulnerable. But I, there's a part of me that always feels it's not enough or that it's... Or that they're, I don't, you know how we do it. We, we, we compare ourselves and we're like, oh my God, that person, that person is free. That person is liberated. That person, you know, and, and, and there's so much delight watching that person, you know. And then you see that person at home, like struggling with the exact same things, you know, and like that quote, like don't compare your behind the scenes to everyone else's highlight reel. I love that. It's true because we like look at something we're like, oh, that's the finished thing. It's perfect. It's amazing. It's free. Yeah. And then we don't watch the struggle that goes into it or how that person is like wrestling with showing up or I always feel like being with you is like a drinking a very cool glass of water mm. on a very hot day oh, <laughs> do nice. people tell you that or I, well that's a, nobody's told it me like that oh, good. Okay, that's beautiful okay so tell us weird more tonsil quirks, more tonsil quirks. <laughs> no I'm joking yeah, yeah, are really. there any other quirks that we haven't talked about yet of yours I would say the only other one that I can think of is it's not all that intriguing, but it's just that I am compulsively early. I mean, like the time for me is a, it, which is so funny because I showed up late to you. So I am compulsively early where I will leave 
my kids are so tired of it. No. We leave early. We sit, and then and then then the, the kids are like, and then you sit in the car for ten minutes, oh, and like yeah. there's a specific moment when I have to go in, and you know, and that's I have an so inner time funny. clock that's just it's pain. It's an inner time clock that is painful. You know? So why I was why I'm like sort of laughing is I it was like nine forty six, and I was like, it's Heidi. She's gonna be here in four minutes. <laughs> And so I was brushing my teeth as I'm like dumping out my coffee and setting up the mic and sweating. And I was like, she's going to be here. I'm sure she's here. And I kept peeking out the door. I know. Because I did think you might be I know. sort of just lingering. And then, of course, I tried to go in the opposite direction, which is like, no, no, no. I'll just be laid back. I'll just yeah. sit in this chair for the next 15 minutes <laughs> and I won't leave on purpose. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. See, if you really want to do it right, because my nickname in college was Sue Late. If you really want to get it, you have to start a project 15 minutes before you're supposed to leave. Something that's going to take 20 minutes. You know, have you ever seen this Instagram post that says like, oh, just, I'll be right there two minutes away. And the person like sitting in their house, like eating a burrito. I believe, yes. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not saying I do that. I'm saying I'm a late person. I've tried to be late. I've tried to. Once I even. (laughs) I love trying to be late. That's like my favorite late. I have. And once I even, in college. Um, I realized it was senior year. I realized I'd never pulled an all-nighter because okay. because mm-hmm. I'm also like insanely moon and Capricorn punctual and get uh-huh. things done on time and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I realized I never pulled an all-nighter. And I was like, that's that's a crime yeah. that I'm going to graduate yes. college and I've never pulled an all-nighter. Yeah. So I purposefully chose to pull an all-nighter. And the way that I did it is I said that I would not finish my English paper purposefully until, you know, like I wouldn't start to write it. Your little rebellions are my favorite thing. Isn't okay. it the ri- most it's ridiculous amazing. thing? It feels like ridiculous. It's adorable. And so then I also had not had coffee to that point. I'd never <laughs> oh, had coffee. Never? I don't think I had, maybe I'd had it here and there. Like and you I decided, made it through the beginning of college. Yes. And that, whoa, okay. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. And I decided that I would have coffee that night. <laughs> I went to the, you know, place where you buy whatever, I can't remember what it was called, the union or something, got coffee, oh. got M&Ms, oh. ate them, drank it. Fell onto the floor like at midnight in a fit of like sobbing and anxiety and whatever. Stayed up all night, but was horribly miserable. Couldn't oh. tr- didn't finish the paper. Couldn't no. finish it. Really? <laughs> but that was my that was my rebellion. That was my you know. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I love I love that you you should do it now. The I, kids would love it. I should. You should say we're just gonna do a family all nighter. Whoa. We're gonna get wild. They would lose their mind. <laughs> All right, let's do a quick rapid fire quirks round. Okay. Ba-ba-da. That's the new sound effect I made up for this chapter. Go, of the... <laughs> the quirkiest word. Um. Oh my God, wretched. Ooh. I use it all the time, and, and I just used it this morning. And Andrew was like, "You love that word." And I'm like, "I do, wretched." It means it's so. I, well, it's just the way you say wretched. it. Yeah, <laughs> wretched. It's so good, juicy. Okay. Um, the quirkiest place in LA. Uh, there's this guy, what's his name? I just went there about, we went on this kind of surprise friend date and he's taken all these glass bottles and it's in Echo Park and he's built this gigantic thing out of his house that's like this mosaic with glass bottles. Oh, really? That it, And he's a crazy artist person who gives tours what? of his house. A quirkiest song. Well, I'll just say... One of the my greatest delights is my kids. They make up the the strangest songs really? out of anything. Like there was one called "Ancient Farmer Joe" that they started oh. making up. They, they, I mean, it's. 
I wish I could have them here to sing because they're just they're they're not particularly melodic. They're not they're just like they make them up over time and then they love Aww. them and then they attach to them and they perfect them. And so in my own little world, my kids crazy crazy songs that and they sing all the time. They're always always singing. Okay, quirkiest food. You know, I was weirdly I was just thinking about that. Um, I was thinking about this uh, what you know persimmon, except that the persimmon. There's a kind of persimmon that only comes out, like, is only offered once a year. And it's this red, pulpy persimmon that you that you can cut the top off. And it's, like, it's oval, purpley red. You can freeze it. Then you can cut the top. Red, pulpy persimmon is a really <laughs> evocative. Yes. And I was, like, blushing, name, Heidi. Special Yeah, name. okay. Oh, it's very sensual. It is. <laughs> it is very Smear it all over yourself. <laughs> Heidi, it's not that kind of podcast. Mm-hmm. It's about cool I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a kind of podcast. Let's be honest. Everything is. <laughs> exactly. So let's just spend a little time talking about the quirks of the astrological signs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course, I just have to give the whatever uh, caveat that, you know, you might be an Aries, but you might not feel any of the quirks, right? Because it, yeah. there's so many factors at work. But but I think what's cool, sorry, yeah. is that the moon goes into each sign for two and a half days, yeah. which you do yeah. an amazing job on your moon notes of explaining. Yeah. So you kind of say, do you feel the flavor of the sign when the moon is in the sign? Yeah. And I feel like people do when it's in Scorpio, which I am a Scorpio, but they're like, oh, it's really intense. Yeah. And, you know, when it's in sort of Pisces, it's more dreamy or, you know, so people do feel it. Yeah. You get the quirky, you get the quirky pitfalls and the opportunities of every sign yeah. every, every two and a half days. It's true. I love it. Yeah. And so like Aries, I would say the quirkiness of Aries is that it's just radically impatient and that it's mm. like, it just will dive in. And so you, you will always do something that you might regret later. Like you'll go, ah, boom, you'll, you know, you'll, or the interrupt all the time. Aries, you know, that a quirk of Aries would absolutely be like. Oh yeah, yeah. I love it. Oh yeah, mm, mm, no. And I'm an Aries, and I'm always like tapping my foot, often waiting for someone to say something faster, or do you know, like I that, listen to podcasts, podcasts, podcasts <laughs> on one and a half speed. All of that's that. awesome. Oprah is really hard because she, you know, and I love it because I talk fast. Yeah, but Oprah talks real fast. But I always, and some I can even do on like two speed. Not yours. Yours is on oh one and a half. Oh my but gosh. But they're all on one and a half, you know? That's awesome. Well, that's I'm not good. an Aries, but I'm from New York. You Yes. You must have some... Well, you don't. You have a bunch of stuff in the first house, though, don't a you? A lot of stuff. Yeah, in that's the, the Aries. Oh, right. That's the Aries. Yeah. Yep, that yep. makes sense. Yeah. Taurus, I would say... Um, I would say the quirkiness about Taurus would be just like, it's so, so sensual that it could like have a glass of wine and a block of chocolate and... Yes. and um, you know, it just wants more. The, the the craving would be the quirkiness of Taurus. I love I, that. You know, I mean, that's one part of Taurus. It's funny because when you do it, I go through all my friends. So I have an Aries friend yesterday who um, had a fight and she sort of like, it had, was this like outpouring of things, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, yes, exactly what you're saying. And then I have a Taurus friend who I'm so close with and she like, yes, her idea of a good night is like listening to music and like she loves farmer's cheese and yes. she loves her, she'll get like a box of wine and she just puts the box of wine down, you know? So <laughs> yes. it's like, so these are all making a lot of sense. So I just, whenever you talk about the signs, I kind of go through my friends and I think, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, what... Whenever I think the quirky, I think like it's our instinctual response, and then of course you can always work with the energies and you know change the energies and elevate the energies. But these are the quirky kind of you yes, know, little, love it, love yeah. it. Gemini, of course, is like 
on two, two times speed. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like you could sit. The, the phrase for Gemini's let instability do its work. That's Ooh. the personality phrase. So it's kind of like always, you know, like, mm. and they have their own inner loop going and then they have their, the, then they're speaking and that's a loop. And then right. they're also stirring some, <laughs> you know, scrambled eggs. I mean, like, so there's so much activity. I would say cancer, the quirkiness of cancer, I would say either overfeeding people, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, or feeling like they're not prepared enough and they want to give, they want to give more or whatever. Yeah. Or, um, uh, or intense, uh, layers of protection, huh. you know? Oh yeah. So yeah. like, do not, do not wound hurt me in any way. So all the ways that we do that, like, how do we do that? How do we protect ourselves? Oh, you know, yeah. there's a lot of quirks that come out of that. I've been thinking about the overfeeding a lot because I always blame it on being Italian but if like we have a, you know, you came over for breakfast and there were like five of us. So good. But I made like two quiches. Because I was like, well, what if one goes? And it's like, there's no way like five people are going to eat a whole quiche, I don't think. And a salad and like croissants and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I just didn't like, what if we run it? That's for my mom and... My friend has got tons of cancerian energy and she has a party every year and she laughs at herself because she's like, she basically has enough food to feed 300 people yes. or something like that. And you have but, to be prepared. But she can't, she can't adjust the next year. She's like, I don't know, but I just oh. start to worry. It's the sweetest thing. My grandma always said, what if like when you're like scooping out sauce or something and you know, some people just like kind of throw the rest and they're like, oh, we, I got enough out of the pot. Yeah. My grandma's like, but what if that one bite would have fed someone else? And so, like, I always sticks in my head, and I'm like, I gotta get that last, like, scrape the pot, you know? Love that. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely something about the the feeding and the food. Yeah. Uh, Leo, Leo would be, Leo's quirks would have a lot to do with the awareness of themselves, right? So it would have a lot to be like, well, where is my... Where's my light? You know, who, who, where will, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of self uh, awareness and desire for. Mm-hmm. Acknowledgement and desire to be seen. So the quirks that come out of that, you know, Love it. good positioning at a party or something. Ah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, like right by where the hors d'oeuvres come out at the wedding. No, that's yes. where I stand. Oh. <laughs> I wanna, oh no, they're standing where everyone can see them. You mean? Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. I'm standing where I can get the hors d'oeuvres. Oh, that's well, that's <laughs> the cancerian part. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, Virgo, Virgo would be very much, uh, my friend actually, when I was talking about quirks with her, she was like, Oh, Virgo, you, you know, it's when you walk in a room and you immediately start to, to feel where everything is, needs to be adjusted. My mom's bless your soul is, um, you know, I've never said that bless your soul before, but I just That's said, funny. um, she, uh, she's got a Virgo moon and she'll come in and you can see her in a room the minute she comes to visit me, you can see her be like, there's a crack in the left corner over there. So that rug fun. needs to be vacuumed. Yeah. There's da, 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 da. You know, you can see her, just her whole body starts to respond to it. Yes. I would say that Libra, it, it, there is a lot, the quirks come out of the um, adjusting to the other and then the accommodating mm. the other. Oh. And so the quirks come out of like, are you okay? What can I get you? Don't need anything? <laughs> da, 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 da. You know? And so there's a lot of energy that's towards the other that affects how one behaves, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's constant. That resonates. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's, you know, and then I suppose another quirk would be just the love of love, the love of the most, you know, romantic stories and the, you know, the, which is fun, fun to listen to. Everybody wants to listen to a good romantic story. Yeah. Um, Scorpio, I would say the quirks of, well, quirk, one of them is intense privacy or secrecy. Um, 
And that's always interesting, like Scorpios in the entertainment industry, because that's got a strange, you know, combo, right? Because I feel like I don't have that. But right. I love other people's secrets. Yes. And I love to hold other people's secrets. Yes. But I'm very open about mine. Yes. And also, if someone ever, if I told someone something and said, don't ever repeat this, and they said it, I would feel so betrayed. Yeah. There's but I, yeah. Certain, certain areas for you that the privacy and the secrecy yes. is incredibly strong. Yes. And then for some people, it's like, it's all the ways to not reveal the the mm. deepest, you know, whatever. But also I would say some quirks are just around the capacity to slay someone with a look or or like, you know, to to, to be mm. able to to be able to be like, this is done. I mean Scorpio <laughs> oh, Scorpius, yeah. you know you you don't have the same kind of exterior scorpionic intensity. I bet you have plenty of interior scorpionic yeah, intensity. We talk about this. I know. I think I'll because I say I'm a sunny Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. But I think also, like in the past, if I was done with a relationship, that person's never getting back in. Like right. pre-mark, it was like, and my roommates would make fun of it because they'd say like, I'd say like, oh, I can't, I never liked that person. They're like, you were in love with that person. You used to skip around the apartment saying like, this person is my dream, da da da, like a Disney princess. And then you're literally looking at us when you broke up and said like, it wasn't serious for me. And I was like, oh, that was because, you know, it's it, once it was done, it was so cut off to me. Yes. Well, I like that you said that because, like, uh, certainly Quirk for Scorpio is, that is drum, life is <laughs> dramatic. There yeah. are highs that are the most extraordinary highs and yeah. there are lows that are the most extraordinary lows. And so if you ride a Scorpio life, um, you, you're going to, as a friend, you're going to, like, be like, whoa, okay, we're here now. Okay, we're here now. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely, yes. yeah, yeah. What about the sexy Quirk? I'm just kidding. Not that kind <laughs> of podcast. You'll have to to tell me about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Sagittarius would be, I would say Sagittarius is almost like the quirkiness would be like the the puppy that gets ahead of itself and stumbles over it's uh, so enthusiastic, so like or so blunt oh. that it get kept, you know, it says the thing and then it's like, oh, you know, maybe it doesn't even realize how blunt it is, but huh. it's just ahead of itself all the time. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. And and uh, sometimes overly truth-telling. Okay. Well, that's just the way it is. You know, Ooh, I'm going to yeah. tell, tell it like it is kind of thing. And then everyone else is scrambling like, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, Capricorn, Capricorn's quirks would be very much around control. Very much about like, you will not know what I'm feeling. Hmm. You will not. I, I am in charge. I'm in charge of my emotions. I'm in charge <laughs> of my, you know, it's like there's a, there's an internal uh, landscape that is not going to be available to you because I am going to keep it all in check. You know, yeah. So the quirks are not going to be like what? I mean, Capricorn is the furthest thing from being wacky and least quirky. The, it's the least quirky. Okay. I would say Capricorn is the least quirky, and Aquarius would be the most quirky. Okay, that's what I would say in terms of the word. But on the other hand, Aquarius, you know, I think Aquarius is funny because I think it, you know, it's absolutely the most quirky of signs, and yet there's something about Aquarius that will be like, no, 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 I will blend into the group. I, you know, yeah. there's a part of Aquarius that's like, don't look at me. I am a part of a group. I'm a part of a community. I don't want to stand out like Leos want to stand out. I'm just in the group. But on the other hand, then you have the kind of bohemian rebel kind of want to do whatever they can to stand out and huh. express themselves wildly and, um, and do, ex- you know, fly in the face of convention. Pisces quirks would be around like how much it loves to be alone. The hermit, oh. how much it loves to be invisible, but yet it's not really invisible. And so they think they're invisible or, you yeah. know, but they, or they're managing to be invisible, but often their pain is, or their, their mm, feeling life is quite visible. Huh. Um, but they love, love solitude and love 
to sort of be, to disappear. Ooh. So Heidi does these amazing snapshots. It's like a little peek of your chart and the things that are sort of, because everyone has more than one sign. Spoiler alert, astrology is very quirky. <laughs> That's true. Everyone's like, I'm a this. And it's like, no, you're not. You have millions of other things yes. in there and yeah. transits and houses. And the houses are quirky as can be. Yes. But yes. I'm learning them from you. You are. Thank you. So at the end of your podcast, which is amazing, I love her podcast so much, you read people poems. So I pulled a quirky Shel Silverstein poem. I love Shel Silverstein. But I'm going to make you read it. Oh my God. Is that okay? okay? Totally. Okay. It's yeah. on my phone. Heidi does them. So- See, this oh. is the difference. Heidi always prints them out for the person. No, this is perfect. This is perfect. You have to read it off. Okay, okay. It's I love Shel Silverstein. Me too. Um, Put something in. That's what it's called. Put something in. Draw a crazy picture. Write a nutty poem. Sing a mumble gumble song. Whistle through your comb. Do a loony goony dance. Cross the kitchen floor. Put something silly in the world that ain't been there before. So cute and quirky. That is the best. I went on a deep dive of Shel Silverstein. I was like, these are the quirkiest poems. Oh my gosh. And the most adorable. And you feel so much. They're also, he'll sneak in one that's so deep and meaningful and like hits you like crying. And then there's one like, Little Sarah lost her head. It fell off and went yeah, somewhere else instead. I don't I'm know. I'm sitting like, on it now. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. one. That's the one. Yeah. I cannot go to school today, said little Peggy Ann McKay. I had the measles and, and the, the mumps, the gash, a rash, and purple bumps. Yes. My throat is wet. My throat is dry. I'm going blind in my right eye. And then it ends with, what? What's that you say? You say today is Saturday? Goodbye. I'm going out to play. Yes. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love Chelsea. That was so nice. Thank yeah. you. Again, like a tall drink of beautiful water. Thank you, Sue Thanks for inviting me. You were amazing, Heidi. Yay. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you. And after this, I did look at my tonsils, and spoiler alert, tonsils are really weird. In case you were wondering, the artist's house that Heidi talks about is called Randyland. Mark and I actually went. It is really cool. There are these incredible glass bottle sculptures, and it is mesmerizing. I'm still looking for that red pulpy persimmon. I found one called a Hachiya, that might be it, but if you have more information on that, please reach out because we need the name. Kate and Dylan are Heidi and Andrew's kids, and I asked them to send me Ancient Farmer Joe. They sent this incredible music video that will be up on the Instagram page. Our Instagram is at the quirks show, so head there for the complete video, which is hilarious and so quirky, but here's a little musical sneak peek. Enjoy. Like ancient farmer Joe, ancient farmer Joe, ancient farmer Joe. Yeah, we are farmers like ancient farmer Joe. 